Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I'm not going to lie, Jenks. Here on the show, we are always very transparent. I have trouble Mm. getting excited for the NBA the first few weeks of the season. And I feel like some of the players have trouble getting excited for the first few weeks of the NBA (laughs) season. So I feel like it's a little different than like baseball, say, that people probably say the same thing as like, do you really care about like the Cubs and the Rockies in like April? And I would say yes, because the starting pitchers are definitely putting out their best effort. Maybe that effort is not at its best yet, but still in the NBA, so much of it is motivation. And I would say a lot of it as well is injuries and also load management that still exists despite the league trying to curtail it. So mm-hmm. are you like me? Does it take you a while to get warmed up, motivationally speaking, to bet on the NBA? Yes, it sure does. <laughs> when I saw this segment, I thought, oh, no. Oh, boy. What am I going to say? Oh, boy. I got some work <laughs> to do. I'm going to have to throw out some tired narratives. Isn't LeBron <laughs> too old to win a title? I think this Wimby guy is really talented and could win Rookie of the Year. And I'll tell you something else. I like this Nikola Jokic character. So, yes, I'm with you. Pretty it's good. going to be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, some tried and trues there. I'm, I'm excited about the NBA, and I will get into it just like I get into everything. It just does take some time. And, you know, as I always say, it does – my brain can only handle so much information. And we just wrapped up baseball. I think baseball has dominated mm-hmm. so much of the conversation, or at least our bets on this show, because we've had such massive sample sizes. And you in particular have had a lot of success betting on baseball. So it's hard to immediately jump into another sport where we're still figuring things out as to who's going to surprise us, who's going to disappoint us, because ultimately – you're going back to last season as part of your handicap in addition to the small sample size this year. Well, and also the handicap is so different for regular season matchups today as opposed to betting on the postseason because yeah. we do like betting on the postseason in the NBA. I think we bet on a ton of those games. Uh, and they're much easier to handicap because you know everybody's playing. You know if somebody is healthy, they're certainly going to make their best effort to be a part of these games. But I was looking at the stats from uh, this season already. 
And it looks like pretty much the guys that you would think be leading uh, the league in points and rebounds and all of that are pretty much the top of the list. Right now, when it comes to points per game, it's Luka, it's Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid. So, so far, not a ton of surprises, but I was surprised to see Wimby dropping all of those points last night. If you haven't been keeping up on the favorite for Rookie of the Year, Victor Wimbignana, the freakish sensation uh, out of Europe, is now minus 350 to win Rookie of the Year after dropping 38 points late last night. Are you surprised he's this skilled? of a score this early on in his career? Because I think all of us kind of expect some, like, you know, some ups and downs from rookies. But especially in the A, there are guys that come into the league, you know, Mm -hmm. like a tornado. And obviously, if you look at Wimby, he is a freak athlete. And there is a reason where everybody heralded him as a generational player. But do you think he can continue this for an entire season. Because I think that is the handicap on Rookie of the Year. Like, I wouldn't advise you to lay minus 350 at this point. At some point, he's going to have a dip in production where maybe you get him at a better price. And do you think he can stay healthy for the whole year? Because I think that's the main part of the handicap. That's, to me, it's the only handicap. Mm -hmm. We have never seen anyone like Victor Wimbanyama. I mean, he is... There is a reason why there was all the hype surrounding him and it was tanking for Wimby, whatever it is. If you haven't watched him yet, he's not just some seven foot four guy, seven foot five. I don't even know his, he's eight foot 11. The legend continues to grow. We've never (laughs) seen anyone like him who moves that fluidly, who can dribble the ball down the court, who is exceptional defensively, who can drive, who can hit a fadeaway, who can hit from long range. He can do it all, and he's built like this arachnid. hes I've never seen anyone like him, and he's just getting started. I don't think he'll hit a rookie wall. I think he's going to continue to dominate. And this is a guy you have to remember, because he was coming over from France, he was playing very high-level European basketball, very not NBA level, but more advanced in college basketball. So he's already faced difficult competition. And so when you're that freak of an athlete and you've already proven it against high-level competition, yes, this is certainly a step up, but not from going like from the college game to the pros or going from high school to the pros, whatever. He is just different. I think this continues. And luckily, I got him, what was it, two and a half weeks ago, I found him at plus 140. And I thought I will never get a better price than that. I put some money on it. So I'm loving it now. And I think he's just going to continue to get more expensive. Barring an injury, he's going to win this award. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. 
Former Sports Center anchors and current sports obsessives were consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, for sure. But I think there is a chance that he could miss some time. Like you look at the way he is built. It seems like there is a chance that he could get injured because he's just so long and so wiry. And also the season's really long for the NBA. Mm -hmm. So if you do like Wimby, I think you'll wait. Maybe, you know, he hits a dip. If you think there is a chance that he gets hurt, maybe there is Mm -hmm. some value on some of these other players because going into the season, it looks like a three-person race for Rookie of the Year. Chet Holmgren actually was taking some money. You look at Scoot Henderson. We know we know he has some major upside to his game. Probably not the upside that we see for Wimby. But still, if Victor, uh, Victor Wimbenyana misses some time, there is a chance that the window opens for one of these two other guys. I think that's as far as the list goes for me. Like, I don't think anybody other than those three guys can win it. And if we are talking about injury concerns – you have to have some concerns for Chet Holmgren as well. It feels like, you know, mm-hmm. he's got the same build, and also he has had the injury yeah. history already in the NBA. So I think I'm sold on taking anybody else right now, but I'm just saying that would be the strategy for me is that you do not buy on a, a stock when it's already at its peak. Maybe you wait a few mm-hmm. weeks and see if Wimby has, like, a bad game here or there and maybe get a better price. Let's look at some of these other futures market because MVP is always uh, a fun one to look at. And it feels like Luka Doncic is always towards the top of the odds board when it comes to preseason and the start of the season. And we know the opportunity is certainly going to be there for him to post massive numbers. Right now, like I said, he is leading the league in points per game and also somebody who can fill up the stat sheet. It's not like he is just posting points alone. He's somebody who can um, uh, dial up the assists. Uh, He's third in the NBA in assists right now, averaging almost 10 assists per game. But lately, it has been a big man's market in the MVP race. The last few MVPs have been Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, and Giannis. So do we think this is the year that somebody other than a big man wins this award? I, I really like... Luca, I really do. And Nikola Jokic could absolutely win it again. But I, I was thinking about this earlier, and maybe you wait until you can get better value. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. It's plus 450, so it's not terrible. But I was thinking about narratives. And I feel like when it comes to narratives, narratives affect the NBA MVP race maybe more than any other. Like last season, it was when is Joel Embiid going to win the MVP? When is Joel Embiid going to win the MVP? And you got this feeling, look, if it's close, they're going to give it to Joel Embiid because it's his time. And they did. 
And I thought it should have gone to Nikola Jokic, but ultimately it doesn't really matter. Joel Embiid was awesome last season. But I, can you imagine Luka Doncic going through his career without winning an MVP? That seems unfathomable to me so i think that the mavs can put together a good season and maybe that off season with Kyrie, maybe can set up luca for more opportunities and make him a little bit more efficient then maybe it's his time but i think narrative matters here when it comes to this award more than any other if you think narratives matter don't you think that goes to building a case for nikola Jokic as well because i think if you look at last season in retrospect it feels mm-hmm. like Nikola Jokic should have won MVP. And people just kind of gave it to Joel Embiid because they said, okay, he hasn't won one. He's had back-to-back great season seasons. Now is finally his time. But if Nikola Jokic puts another season on the books that looks like last year, and he is so unguardable because he's putting up the same stats as point guards. You know, the way that he can uh, fill up the stat sheet when it comes to assists obviously when it comes to rebounds and he is just so dependable knock on wood I know he's coming off a long season where he had to play every single game of the postseason because they won the NBA finals but still there is it feels like there are a few people who are as durable as Nikola Jokic because that goes in the handicap as well how many games Mm -hmm. are you going to be playing because if you're not available you're not going to be MVP, obviously, if you're not on the court. So I think that's why I would always uh, you know, lean towards Nikola Jokic there, but he is the favorite at plus 375. So maybe you wait for one of these other guys to maybe make a run here. Uh, I think we've said this before. My other long shot play would be SGA. Uh, Shea Gilgus Alexander at 18 to 1 if we are looking at yeah. longer odds, guys, because it's built into the fact that if you think Oklahoma City is going to have a better season now that they have all these young guys surrounding him, you could see a much improved Oklahoma City Thunder team. And if that's the narrative, you look at the head of that team, an SGA who averaged over 30 points per game last year. So maybe that is a play worth looking at. But other than that, there's nobody I'm super interested in. I think this is a market where maybe you need to wait and see just a little bit, especially if you're looking at some of those favorites. Uh, Jenks, you got an early lane for who wins it all? I I would I like the Nuggets again at five to one. I know that's sort of a lame pick. And watch out for the Bucks. Obviously, if they put it together with Dane, they're going to be a threat as well. I do not believe in the Celtics at four to one. Yeah, I'm not betting on the Celtics. A, a regular season team only. Will not be trusting them in the postseason for the time being. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.